Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Let's begin. Sometimes, when you're in the school of the Holy Spirit, long periods of waiting, stillness, and silence occur. The darkness of waiting is where transformation and intimacy take place. It's a place where we are metamorphosizing in the presence of his glory. Transformation and intimacy look like stillness and sound like silence. And the darkness of his presence is where the sons of God are made. They are sculptured through the unseen agility testing of spiritual growth. When we take a look at Moses, he walked in incredible favor. Joshua walked in incredible favor, not just because of their level of obedience, but because they were able to discern when God, the father was moving them into a dark place for development. Darkness doesn't signify lowliness, but it can also result in apex. The sons of God understand that there is darkness in moments with God. When you're transitioning through dimensions, you will always experience a time of darkness. Everything begins in the dark. The womb of the woman is dark. This is where her seed is conceived. And although In the darkness of the womb, the fetus can apprehend the light that peeks through. The unborn sons of God might seem trapped or feel stagnated in their development at this stage. However, a maturation has taken place and the transition toward the birth canal has come. We must encounter the dealings of God in the darkness so he can challenge our scholastics as sons. Some of our lessons will not always be piled high and deep as in a PhD, but they will be foundational in nature where God wants to deal with your heart and your forgiveness game. He's looking for your patience and perseverance. He wants to see the actions behind you simply loving your wife like Christ loved the church. He wants to be the only lover in your life until he releases the revelation and definition with depth and height of a wife. Just being in his presence without saying a word or asking For another thing is where true intimacy, beloved, with him starts. I hear the Lord saying, be still and silent in my presence and embrace the radiance of my beauty to transform your life as I weave more of my nature on the inside of you. I hear the Lord saying, be still and be silent in my presence. Embrace the radiance of my beauty to transform your life as I weave more of my nature on the inside of you. The stillness and silence of God is a posture of maturity 
not infancy. Embrace the silence, beloved. Embrace the stillness of his presence and allow the weight of his glory to have his way in you as a graduating son that is manifesting in the earth with honors. 10 things to do while waiting. We mature as sons in Christ. We are not always going to hear God's voice, but from Job, we can learn a few practical things to do when God seems silent. Number one, examine your life by checking out our posture with God and choosing to live out of the integrity of the kingdom. Ask yourself, is there anything or anyone I love, desire, or want more than God as God brings things to mind? Ask for his forgiveness, realizing he is sovereign and in control. Job said, though he slay me, I will hope in him. Nothing in Job's life, beloved, or ours happens apart from God's knowledge and plan. Number three. We must listen and discern what God is saying. Although God may seem silent regarding a specific request or position, remember that he is in a constant state of communication with us. In fact, it is possible that you already have an answer, beloved. The Bible is full of specific answers about God's character and his intention. So don't forget to dig in to the word to find out what he might be saying about the problem or question you may have. As you read the Bible, ask God to speak to you through Holy Spirit who lives on the inside of you. Often verses of scripture can have new significance in light of current problems you might be facing. Question, could he be transitioning you into deeper levels of trust or conversation. Beloved, sometimes while being promoted into greater levels of trust and conversation, life might feel like an elevator. You feel an upward movement or jolt. The lights are often in the off in the elevator to conserve energy and you don't know what floor you're on. And yes, once you make it to your destination, the doors don't open right away is this it is his nature to pull back just to see what you're made of and what you'll do without sensing or feeling and knowing his presence listen to what God is saying and discern what he is not saying by studying his body language character and how he chooses to manifest himself to you as you wait in the darkness and transition downward into the birth canal. I know he sees the contractions. Keep breathing and get ready to push. Number four, recognize that silence can be intimate. Silence can also be a sign of God's trust in you. The Gospel of John tells us about a story of Jesus's friend Lazarus, Mary and Martha. When Jesus found out that Lazarus was ill rather than rush to Lazarus' house, he healed him. He stayed where he was for two more days. To Lazarus' sisters, Mary and Martha, Jesus' silence could have been interpreted as negative. This mirrors many of the emotions we feel 
when God does not immediately answer our cry for help or provide the insight we need to make a decision. But in his silence, we, along with Mary and Martha, are drawn into a new closeness with him. Four days after Lazarus died, Christ raised him up from the dead. Oswald Chambers tells us, when you can't hear God, you will find that he has trusted you in the most intimate way possible. With absolute silence, not a silence of despair, but of one of pleasure, because he saw that you could withstand an even greater revelation. How brilliant. In love, silence can be a sign of intimacy. For Job, God's silence was also a result of the depth of their relationship. When the enemy approached God, God is saying, have you considered my servant Amira? Or you can put your name in the blank. God chose Job because he trusted him. Oh, God puts us out there, doesn't he? Because he loves us and has confidence in us. Number five, when God seems silent and asks us to wait in his presence, go back and review the words given prior. It's easy to forget the last thing God said, right? When life is busy. That's why I love journaling every day because it's easy to go back and reread where my head was at the time, what verses I wrote down and what I felt God was saying. Maybe you need to revisit some of your writings or conversations to clarify what God said. Also, don't be afraid to give yourself some grace. Ask God to search your heart. Because he cares for you. Six, spend time reading his word and getting acquainted with his character. God may seem quiet right now, but he's already written a love story, beloved, in the Bible. A lot of people serve God, but they don't know God. Open yourself up to new challenges. He always has something new to show us through his word. And he loves, 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 loves to spend time getting acquainted with you. Number seven, he might be silent because you're rushing. Is that the case? Sometimes spending time in God's presence isn't as much as it's about hearing God talk to you, but getting the strength to continue. We need to give God all of our cares and concerns because if we don't, the weight of them can crush us. Resting requires that we let go and trust him, leaving the consequences in his hands. Be gentle with yourself. Relax. Allow him to impart his character and more of his nature on the inside of you. Number eight, he might seem silent because you did complete the last assignment. <laughs> Again, he might be silent because you didn't complete the last assignment. Delayed obedience, beloved, is disobedience. I am not talking about purposeful disobeying God. What I'm referring to, my dear, is I am talking about making sure you're moving forward with the last thing God spoke to you, even if you are afraid or clueless on how to proceed. Do you understand? Good. Again, remember, delayed obedience is disobedience. Number nine, 
Is he silent because you're doing all the talking and not listening? (laughs) God wants us to fellowship with him each day. But our time with God should be spent listening and waiting upon his direction. We all don't spend time with God the same. I know. So ask the Holy Spirit to help you with this complete silence. Scripture, meditation, and reading the Bible are three powerful ways to spend time listening to the Lord and giving him the space he needs to instruct us of his wishes. Keep in mind, time spent with him is not about us, but about him. That means whether he is talking or not, beloved, we are responsible to provide space for him to do what he will in and through us. Funny. In one of my waiting periods, I was so frustrated because I, I'm used to, you know, being with God and just spending a lot of time with him. And at this time, I couldn't locate him. Tears began to fall. I was so upset, of course. God is so sophisticated and such a gentleman with me. I was working on a document he asked me to prepare several days later. And in my office on my sofa, he simply manifested himself. I'm a seer. So that's how he manifests himself to me. My heart began to swell. Tears began to fall. I lost it in a still small voice. He whispered, Amira, I remember I haven't forgotten. Beloved, whatever you do, be consistent and keep coming. He has not Number 10, keep talking. Just because God seems silent doesn't mean you should doubt him or stop talking, worshiping, praying, or praising. Funny, my testimony. I've been fasting all year, coming to him daily with words of adoration, praise, and worship consistently for the most part. It didn't start out like that, though, but that's how it's going. From a natural perspective, things have taken place in my life that didn't warrant praise or worship. I've grown to realize the glass is always half full, not empty in my life. God's silence isn't a license for us to turn our backs on him. When things aren't going our way, instead, it's an invitation to press forward and seek him even more diligently. The psalmist modeled crying out to God. David said, oh, my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer. And by night, but I find no rest. God is in control and has been all along. He heard Job's cries for help. In truth, he waited for the perfect time to speak. Job was reminded that God answers prayer and we should too. Sometimes when you're in the school of the Holy Spirit, long periods of waiting, stillness and silence occur. The darkness of waiting in silence is where transformation and intimacy take place. It's a place where we are metamorphosizing in the presence of his glory. Transformation and intimacy look like stillness and sound like silence. And the darkness of his presence is where the sons of God are made. They are sculptured 
through the unseen agility testing of spiritual growth.